Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini-series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. So in honor of our shared love of tea, pull out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives, positively serving humanity, and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado, let's spill the tea. Hello world, hooray. How's everyone doing? (laughs) (laughs) It's Tuesday and we're live. We had some issues last week. So we apologize to our beloveds who were hoping to get a dose of our cray, our version of crazy. Uh, and you did not. So hopefully you got a chance to watch some of those replays that are out there that you may have missed in the past. And we're so happy to be here today. Yay. Yes. Good. I know now that Facebook is back and all of the things, no more technical glitches We're. I know. Well, and Mercury is out of retrograde today. <laughs> like uh, that was probably the, I, I would say that's the first time or that that term that this celestial event ever made sense to me like when people were like oh mercury must be in retrograde you know like 20 years ago i was like what does that even mean and and now as i study the the energy and our universe i'm like oh i get it i understand and yes it it does seem to happen a lot Yes. A lot more. Yeah. It does. Well, and tomorrow is a full moon. So yes. that's cool. Um, that well. cool. Yes. Uh, I was sharing with Molly this morning when we were jibba jabbing about what we talk about today, et cetera, and said, my mind was on fire last night. It was on fire for so many reasons. And I'm sure one big one was this gorgeous full moon. I mean, my backyard looked like there was a floodlight on. It was so bright outside and, you know, it's, it can be hit or miss this time of year here, especially in the pack Northwest because clouds, <laughs> you know, they, they tend to obscure her divineness, uh, but she's just been in full in all her glory. Uh, and she's 99% to right now. Mm-hmm. And it's 13 hours, I think 13 hours from about right now that she will go, uh, 13 hours and 52 minutes is to be exact. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. It's, um, I, I love a full moon because, um, on my farm, like at nighttime, when I do the animals, I usually have to have my flashlight or I, I actually wear one of those, um, headlamps typically. Of course you do. Oh my God. I love it. I know. Yeah. It's super hot. And, um, <laughs> so <laughs> I will walk out there, but I don't need it when I, when the moon's out. So I, it, she's bright enough that I can see what I need to do out there without, uh, without the headlamp. So <laughs> does it match your super fancy outfit tonight? Uh, gosh, I know it will. If my super fancy outfit is because my heater isn't on, um, they turned it off when they fixed my air conditioning this summer. So the guy has to come out to do something because it's a kind of a dual system or something. Um, <laughs> but it's freezing and I love a scarf. I don't like my neck to be exposed. So I am a scarf kind of gal. So, Which is very interesting because you also have that weird, like, don't, like, I don't want a weird itch or scratch or anything on my body. And so... It's you're like a, a walking dichotomy. <laughs> well, it has to be very soft. <laughs> yes, I, it, textures matter for me. So I do like a cashmere yeah. or something very soft, but cannot be itchy. Um, no itchy. itchiness. No itchy. No. I remember my mom when <clears throat> when we were little. She used to wear mock turtlenecks. Oh yes. You know the mock turtleneck, which is just like the one layer. 
Oh yeah. Oh, I know. You're not, I thought you were thinking of like a dicky at first. Like no, a- gosh, no. Oh, she probably did wear those because she was <laughs> a, a woman of the '80s and working in corporate America, and they all wore the. Uh, what did Leslie Leslie Appleton Young had the greatest conversation with uh, Lupe Soto over on the <laughs> Woman Up group? It was last week? I think it was last week, and they were talking about how women in the eighties in business were the, you know, the, remember those big, huge, like bow tie things, the big, big, like they were like satin and big. And like, I think of princess Diana when I, when I see them in my mind, I like, or of course, like uh, Jane Fonda in nine to five, (laughs) but like, that was the equivalent of, of your, no, your power outfit was a suit with one of those big elbows. Uh, but my mom used to wear the mock turtlenecks because she couldn't, she doesn't like anything on her neck. Yeah. And so whenever you talk to me about like the itchy, I'm like, oh, it's like my mom. And she was to pull the things away from her neck. Yeah. I actually like a mock turtleneck. I, um, it is the season for me. It's kind of my uniform. I like a black turtleneck and black pants and it's kind of my uni. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have a couple of turtlenecks, but most of the world wouldn't consider them a turtleneck because they're basically sheer. But I wear, you know, like funky tank tops and stuff underneath them so that I feel like I have the look, but Mm -hmm. not the heat because I would be Dante's Inferno in a real turtleneck. (laughs) Yeah. And then I'll be the opposite. I have like 40 layers on and um, I'm still chilled. So, yes. Well, uh, speaking of, we're going to actually see each other next week. And so we'd love to know if you're listening to the show live, if you are listening to the replay between now and next week, let us know, are you going to be in Vegas next week for the Inman Connect event at the Aria? Uh, we are going to be there. We're going to be in person. We'd love to see you. We would love to see you. So please drop a comment in and let us know. Um, okay. So before we go any further, I am really, really ready for some breath work. I mean, I do breathe in between the show. I, I do <laughs> breathe. But there's just something so magical about guided breath work. Um, so I'm ready. I have my feet on the ground. Let's do it. Let's do our um, alternate nostril breathing. So taking our Vishnu Mudra. Um, but we are going to take our peace fingers and put them at the third eye. And then so we're going to alternate between the thumb pressing on the right nostril and then the ring finger on the left nostril with the um, the oh, peace okay. fingers at the third eye. So this really allows us to really press into that space between the brows and bring your awareness to that space. So let's just do a big inhale together. We're in a big exhale clearing before we begin. Now take our thumb and close that right nostril. Inhale completely through the left side. Hold and close. Bring your awareness to the space um, underneath the peace fingers. Release the thumb, exhale completely right. Inhale right. Hold and close. Open, exhale left. Inhale left. Hold and close. Exhale right. Inhale right. Hold and close. Exhale left. One more round. Inhale left. Hold and close. Exhale right. Inhale right. Hold and close. Exhale completely left. Shake it off. So that breath is a balancing breath. And again, we talk about that a lot because alternate nostril breathing is really good for optimal health. It's really great for migraines, Mm -hmm. um, which is great. A lot of times people with migraines with seasonal changes, that's a great breath to use. Um, but it really is about balancing our energies, um, about regulating ourselves. And so it's a really great breath across the board. So, Mm. 
Oh, awesome. I actually had a really great conversation with a gal named Christy today. I think she'll be reaching out to you to Molly about a, she does, she's doing a virtual event in January of 2022. Awesome. And her business is, I mean, it's, she's our people. Mm. And we were talking about energies today and she said, yeah, you know, uh, she's looking for inside her, um, you know, kind of inside the agenda, the flow of her event to, to have content that really is a bridge between, you know, talking about the divine feminine and energies and balance and strat strategy and structure and, and, mm. you know, kind of the masculine energy side of things. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, hello, we're That's here. Cool. Uh, so hopefully we'll both be able to talk about that and promote it here on the show too. Cause she's, it sounds like she's bringing 30 people together, 30 experts that are kind of in that holistic wellness, whole person space. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to, to sharing more once, once she has more, of course, to share with us and there's dates and all of that good stuff, everyone. So, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I love a really good virtual event outside of the real estate space. I know. I don't know if I've actually, no, I have actually, um, you know, there's, um, I, I know this to be, it's called, uh, sounds true. And I took an oh, yeah. virtual course with Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. That's a great organization. Yeah, it really is. Um, I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I do wish that they would, um, review their pricing structure though. You can get on, you can get the same thing on audible that you can get there. And it's literally like four or five times more expensive mm. and there's no reason for it. It's like digital content. It's like, yeah. uh, and anyways, and, and not just an Amazon product, right? It's the same on what's, uh, what's the other platform that, to, that we've talked about listening to not anyways, anyways, beep. Audibles. what's that? Audible. You mean? No, no. The other audible. It's like a, a competitor to audible. Uh, oh, I, I can see the name in my mind's eye, but I cannot speak it out loud. Anyways, you all know what we're talking about. Uh, just the digital there's, there's some of the authors. Kindle? In, hmm? Kindle? <laughs> no, it's audible. like an audible. It's like, you could hear, you know, it, it reads. <laughs> oh my gosh! You would think that there was some kind of booze in this today, people. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> it, it is the full I like moon. The, I love the word booze. Actually, <laughs> I think it is a beautiful booze. word. Booze. It is a, in a teacup. Booze. It is a, a great word. Yes. Well, and happiness is homemade. Could you know that's that, that lends itself right to uh, moonshine, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> what do you have in your cup, by the way? What are you drinking tonight? I'm actually uh, drinking Lady Grey. Oh, Lady Grey, you're caffeinating yourself. Yeah, um, it's it's very it's a very very light caffeine. Mm -hmm. Like a Twinings, um, or what is the? Uh... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it, and it's it's like the second round of it with the hot water. You know, yes. so it's yeah. I'm <sighs> second brew. I'm I'm doing the same. I'm on my second round of the wellness tea. Um, but this second because it's the second brew, and it has like lemongrass and rose hips and lavender. Um, the lemongrass is really um coming forward, so it's mm. kind of uh, nice, nice and smooth. Mm, I love that. Um, <clears throat> it's called chirp. Lemongrass before, by the way, chirp. Chirp. It's the name of the competitor for Audible. Okay. I have actually never heard of Chirp. I've never used that. Yeah. Um, that's the one that, that yeah, it was in my mind. So I had to, of course, Google it while we're sitting here. Uh, no, I haven't. I don't think I've grown lemongrass. It's really fun to cultivate um, it because it is like a tall grass and then you just cut it and you dry it. But when you're making it for your tea, you just snip it with the scissors all the way down into like tiny little pieces. But you just mm. snip, 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 snip. I love it's it. not an herb that you crush. It's an herb that you snip. So it's kind of fun to snip, to grow and to uh, use for teas. I love that. Uh, maybe I'll get that on my next 
visit to Mulbacks here. Uh, my herb garden is bursting because I moved it in last week and mm -hmm. it's back underneath the grow lights mm -hmm. so that, you know, there's actual UV rays. <laughs> it's been a little gray here. Uh, and the, my parsley is like 12 inches tall. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, no bolting over there. No bolting. No bolting parsley. Keep keep it under control. Keep your flowering down. <laughs> um, oh, so we've had uh, a lot of things happen between the show and the last show. Um, <clears throat> the my company turned nine, Yay. and we celebrated nine years and eleven days last Monday. So the so I always celebrated on ten eleven because of course then I get to put an eleven in there. <laughs> uh, thank you. I put together a really fun landing page for all of my beloveds. So I will drop it in the comments. Um, please feel free, darlings, to head on over to this, this landing page and grab some goodies. There's, um, of course, a free download because you know me. I love to give gifts on big celebration days. And then there's links to some fun products from lovely ladies, including, oh my gosh. Okay. So I've talked about Heather Fink before. Mm -hmm. She's the sexiest beauty gal. She launched a whole slew of new colors for fall. And I don't think I brought them all I'll have to bring more next week, but I did bring this one because this is one she, she always throws in a little extra something, something, you know, yeah. and this one's called Showstopper. I have it on right now. Mm, nice. Oh my God, I love this. Not this is not a Molly shade. This is a Deborah shade. <laughs> I know. Well, I did try. I did try to wear lipstick. Um, I it I can't pull it off. But I did love her lip moisturizer. Which oh yes, was really nice. Yes. Um, but yeah, the the color is. Just, I I feel um like I'm playing dress up. It's it's strange. Well, I thought it was something you said to me was very entertaining and it was when I was like oh yeah I really love a super smoky eye and a nude lip and you're like ah, ha, 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 nude lip and I was like what do you mean I'm like oh yeah I, I guess it's kind of random that we call it nude lips but we're actually there's they're not nude <laughs> like there's actually stuff on them like you're like yeah that's not a nude lip dab I'm like well it's like yeah. It's nude like lip a is called chapstick. Lip. <laughs> it's called chapstick. It's called Carmex. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so hilarious. Um, yeah. But the um, so the sexiest beauty. If you go to thesexiestbeauty.com and use the promo code Moxie twenty, you will not only get a discount. Because thank you, Heather. But in this month, October, she donates oodles more for towards. Um, Oh, beautiful self, beautiful self organization, the beautiful self organization, which is supports breast cancer survivors and thrivers. Mm -hmm. And so uh, please, please, please go. If you are going to the conference, going through the conference, what do they call that? The chain, 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 the circuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, if you are heading out to conferences in Q4 and most, if not all of them, are requiring masks, you can still wear lipstick underneath your mask. Come mm -hmm. on now. Those of you who like to wear lipstick, this is the lipstick for you. Because then when you sit down and you're eating or you're, you're you know, having a sip out of a beautiful glass of wine or something, you still have your lips and they're not smeared all over your face. Uh, so please go check them out. And I'm looking here. It's beautiful selves is the beautiful self is the name of the organization that Heather supports. It's so great. Every item purchased in October, beautiful self gets a $10 donation from the sexiest beauty. I oh, mean, wow. like everything you purchase. So stock up on what it is that you love there. Try some of the new lipsticks. Uh, like I said, I got this one. I also got one that's called um, Love Punch. Does that sound right? Love Punch. That sounds um, great. I got one called Foxy. <laughs> yeah, I they had like she gave sent me like a sugar scrub, um, which was nice. Oh. Made my lips really soft, and then just a plain um, moisturizer, which was lovely. Um, I would I totally use that. It's actually in my car. It's my go to for my. 
You know me, I don't like a dry lip. So like, I always like to have something on my lips, but I yes. don't. Um, yes, that's the, that what you got was the uh, lip love. Yes, that, that was, that was great. Did you get the little pink jar? Mm -hmm. of stuff? Um, yeah, mine wasn't pink jar. It was a, it had a black top, I think. Oh, oh. Do you use your finger or you put it on like this? Use my finger. <laughs> to put that, to put on the moisture? Yeah. Or just the, sh the scrub. Does well, it smell like strawberry shortcake? No. Okay. Then you're, t then the scrub is what you got that you use your finger with. And then the, the lip balm is in like a little tube, right? Yeah. Black tube, little black yep. tube. Yep. Yes. So they actually have this kit <laughs> that has that scrub. And it has this little, like, it's called a restorative lip mask. If you have not tried the, that yet, I think that is your purchase this month, Molly, because okay. the lip, the lip, it's, you wear it at night and it's like, it's, it tastes like strawberry shortcake smell when we were kids. Oh, well, I collected strawberry shortcake and I still have them in pristine condition. So if there's a collector out there and you want to give me, make an offer, go for it. Cause I have all of them. Lemon meringue, blueberry huckleberry fin, gargamel. I love it. Oh, all gar of them. Gargamel. Oh, wait, not gargamel. What that was smurf. Who's the baker? <laughs> Who's the baker? I don't know, but I love that gargamel was the Smurfs. Yeah, uh, I loved yeah. apricot. Apricot too. surprise. Was it apricot surprise? Oh, apricot. Yes. I um, loved apricot. She was my favorite. Yeah, that was before I was, I was everyone's favorites because she was. Um, well, she was so cute. She smelled delicious. Anyways, the uh, in the lip love kit, you get the scrub and this amazing lip mask. And I am going to be packing that sucker for Vegas because if there's like your my lips get so dry in Vegas. Oh, totally. Does it help for the lip lines too? Because I'm starting yes. to get that for the aging. Yep, it's amazing. It's part of that whole the the lip love line. So I will totally go check that out because. <laughs> to us. we're sharing things we love i love it when we're able to do that well and so, my mom is fighting breast cancer right now so i um yes yes perfect to that. and we should get her connected to uh the gals over at beautiful self because they are divine yes. they are really truly divine um uh, jillian does a lot of kind of the <laughs> I guess you'd say the lip modeling for the sexiest beauty. <laughs> She's amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, they just have such a passion for that. And Heather, like I said, is donating $10 per item this That's month. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, super generous. Yes. Super generous. She just has such a big heart. I, I love her. I met her through Mia Voss, my friend who I met through Rebecca Radice, who I met in the real estate industry. It's like, the um how many degrees from real estate are the people we know <laughs> well and i love that our circle is starting to expand right because yes. we started in real estate we met in real estate um and now we're just starting to connect to women in business who really sort of believe that businesses can and should change the world in our communities and yes. you know having a soul-led business is um a really cool thing so um, Amen. Amen. You have soul-led businesses. <laughs> yes. You had a busy week, right? Oh, I did. I did. I did. I did. Um, so for those of you who don't follow me personally, only follow me here on this page, you saw me be one post about it, but I did post a few times about it last week about leading up to the launch of a new program that has really been on my heart, I'd say for the last year. Um, I mean, lo probably longer than that, but in this form mm -hmm. and in in this way, it's really during the pandemic, I was like, I need to figure out a way to do this. I need to find the right time and I need to find the right words. And so uh, uh, yesterday, I feel, why does it feel like that was last week? I know, <laughs> but it I was agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> we had a whole week yesterday. Uh, I launched a new program called Divine Sisterhood Circles. And this is a space for women to be able to come together and roar and grow and, and unlearn and recover from life from, <laughs> I mean, really when, when you, when you think about it, when you, it, when I was writing the words on the site, uh, 
And I was saying, you know, this is going to be a place where we're going to be able to heal from all the years of being told we're too much or to be quiet or to wait to be spoken to, right? And to really find our our truest self. And so there is some content that is from kind of past programs that I've done in different ways over the years, things like core values, which is incredibly important to me. And that that will always be part of any program I ever do, um, really mm-hmm. uncovering the core values. But we're going to be talking about how we fill ourselves like in a soulful manner. We all, we will talk about your calling, right? Mm-hmm. Like what does that look like? And, and, you know, there it's an, in this part of the conversation when I'm having conversation with soulful women about their calling, it, it, when we hit about 40 to 45, there is a shift on, on how we start to look at that. I, and, I totally agree. And, and I, I've been trying to think of like, what is that? And I think for the, for a large percentage of us, uh, me excluded in this, but a large percentage, there's so much time spent in there in, you know, your, your late twenties and your thirties raising other human beings. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so our, uh, our purpose as women gets woven into being a mother. Oh, hundred percent. And, you know, when I used to do, a, when I used to do the in-person firework workshops, you know, way back when, <laughs> uh, it would be, I would inevitably have a handful of women who would raise their hand when I'd say, who believes that their children are their purpose? Mm. And women would raise their hands. No guys would ever raise their hand, mm. but a lot of women would. And it, it, it there's, there's an unlearning there, right? And, mm-hmm. and you have to relearn what your purpose looks like when your kids fly away from home, which of course you've got one that just did. I know. Actually, yeah. Sunday night, he um, went to the Marines for boot camp. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, it we, we had to drop him off at the hotel. And then on Monday, he went to Paris Island, uh, South Carolina for boot camp. And um, yeah, it's fascinating because I um, was up last night going through the rabbit hole of the YouTube to try to find, you know, videos of what exactly he's experienced. And there's actually quite a lot. It's a pretty rich treasure trove once you find what you're looking for, but they, um, it's called receiving, um, day and, um, they read a script from a pay phone basically saying that they've arrived and, you know, he'll get a letter and, you know, that, um, you know, thank you for your support. And then I have to hang up. And, um, it was funny to hear his voice and then couple it with the YouTube video of what's happening. Um, and just knowing that the next step was he was going to get inoculated. He was going to get his hair shaved, you know, and, um, you know, it's just one of those things where like, this is it, this is the thing that you've been, I mean, for him, he's 18, he's a, he's young, um, and he's a young 18 year old. And so, you know, you, you prepare them to do this thing to test their wings. Right. So, you know, but it doesn't make it any less hard as a parent because, um, you know, the, you know, there it's he's too far away to, you know, to pick him up if he falls. But I guess that's that's it, right? You gotta, yeah, it's time for you know for them to trust themselves. Well, and I think that that's where the fuzziness for for a lot of parents, in particular mothers, happens because it's you feel like if you think about your children as your purpose, then how can your purpose ever be done? I think a a new framing, and this is something that I've been really contemplating a lot the last, really the last two weeks, because I felt like the clock was just ticking, ticking, ticking that he was leaving, you know, and, uh, you know, he and I are very connected anyway. So it was, you know, just again, like it was pretty, it was pretty big. Um, So I think the purpose um, is that you prepare them to leave, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that, f- that's your responsibility. Yeah, it's it's your responsibility. It's a gift you're given to to raise them up in a responsible yeah. manner, so that they're that they are prepared. And and those are the words that that 
my my role is as the guide in programs like this, but specifically this one, it, it's to help you replace those. Because I think that when you do think of it as your purpose, then there's there, it's very difficult for you as a human to move forward in into keeping keeping yourself um, living your best life because you're still back here. Mm. You're still back here when you can say. I've, I've done the work with him. Like now it is his turn to go out and do his thing. He will always be a part of you, mm. but he, he's not your daily responsibility anymore. And, and what's interesting is I, it'll be fun to, to go through the program with you, Molly, because it'll be interesting to hear what you believe your purpose to be, like what you believe your calling is and to see mm. how that, shows itself with each one of your kids because all three of your kids are different oh i mean they're remarkably different <laughs> i mean remarkably and and it's so interesting because when um when you finally do define it right when you finally get to that 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 statement that feels really good to you right that feels like oh yeah this feels like my my purpose statement mm -hmm. that you can start to see where it shows up in the relationships between you and your children and why mm -hmm. it it is a confusing place for for parents to be mm -hmm. because but it, it's also i find a, a wonderful way for us as women to circle around each other and to shake off the shame to say you know <clears throat> how it drove you insane when your kids just wanted to sit and color all day and you were no. like, could you just clean things I up? I sat there and colored with them. Yeah. <laughs> See, but not all moms are like that. That's exactly my point. Right. Yeah. And so there, there are moms who love to build with Legos and there are moms who scream every time the Legos are out and neither one is better than the other. Just mm -hmm. one's purpose and, and one's value structure is being is out of alignment with one of those activities versus the other. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually co-parent a whole lot easier once you, once you actually know yeah. what your calling is, because you're like, okay, that's my lane. I I'm, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to take this. And mm -hmm. uh, this part over here, the, the sitting and the, the dressing up and the playing, you, you know, watching theater, like, I can't be bothered. Like it just, it really irks me. So can you take the bulk of that and, and I'll do this stuff over here that's super mm -hmm. structured or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it allows you to see yourself with, uh, with, uh, through a filter of grace mm -hmm. that is, is, is really remarkable. And, oh, and it's, good. it's life-changing for so, for so many people who've gone through that, that part of the program. Um, and then, you know, we're going to talk about things like defining success, living in gratitude, and like not just the platitude of gratitude, but really digging into to ways that you can choose that, right? Mm. Um, I, uh, Tiffany McQuaid and I have this conversation quite frequently because people are like, how, are you, how do you stay so positive? Mm. And I, I saw that she had written a beautiful post about it. Did you see that? It was like, uh -uh, like last week or the week before, but she was like, you know, she had a defining moment. And I believe it was her grandma who said, you know, why do you always choose to look at things negatively? Like, mm. why do you always choose to believe that the bad stuff's going to happen? Like, mm. why do you do that? Yeah. And she was like, it was just a profound moment for her. Right. It was a it, like just the right words were said at the right time by the right person. And she woke up. I mean, you wouldn't meet Tiffany today and think that she was negative ever ever no she's so she's a such a beautiful soul like a bright light you know yep. but it took being triggered mm -hmm. right by someone that she had a respect for to wake mm -hmm. her up from her pattern and and that's a big part of, of i believe choosing gratitude or choosing that positive attitude is you you, you need to wake up mm -hmm. and to actually see yourself and to see those see the negative pattern patterns because most people don't label themselves negative. Well, you know, this summer for me was the summer of shadow work. So I uh, am very in tune and in touch with those uh, parts that I had uh, repressed, if you will, and, you know, had to really come to terms with them. And I do think that when you're doing that work, one, it's very humbling, right? But this, the, and, and the, um, you know, that, you know, 
that it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. And mm -hmm. so when you switch that mentality, it isn't something that you fight as much anymore. And it's yeah. something like what, um, you know, when it's, it's happening for me, you know, yeah. there's just, there's like a faith that kind of kicks into place yes. where, you know, it's like, okay, this is happening for me, even though I don't understand it, it doesn't feel good. I'm going to, you know, my, my mantra this summer is like the only way out is through, <laughs> you know? Yes. And right? you know what? That's so important because otherwise you get stuck in trying to find that silver bullet. Yep. And, and, or, you know, the rope around it or the ladder over it. And you spend so much time. I mean, you, you truly do waste time. Mm trying to find another way instead of going through. And so uh, we actually do speak to what you just said, like how, how we can flip the scripts, right? Yes. How, how we can go from one of my favorites is what if, like when people say, but what if, and I'm like, mm -hmm. well, even if, how about we replace what if with even if, oh, and start, that. start thinking of your life. Holman, she always says, well, what happened? What if, you know, I love yeah. that. Well, and, and what if can stop people because they're trying to catalog all of the reasons why, mm. right? Versus even if the worst thing does happen, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, it's like, it, I mean, you, there is a worst, worst case scenario you cannot live with and that's death. <laughs> yes. By default, right? <laughs> like you can't live with that. <laughs> you know, but but there's but you have to work back from that. Like, would yeah. losing your home be something you're willing to do? Probably not. You know, like you, mm -hmm. but you get to the point where you can work back and go, yeah, even if this happens, I'm okay. So let's go. Mm -hmm. And and you you work yourself into a place where then you start to see the things as it's working for me. It's working for me. It's happening for me. It's not, it's not happening to me. It's not the, um, one of my least favorite phrases outside of, um, can I pick your brain? Which really drives me bananas. It's is, a gross um, visual actually. It is so gross. It's like, like a, it's like a monkey, you know, like, or, or like a zombie, like, um, if you, have you watched midnight mass yet? Uh-uh, no. Okay. Um, Midnight Mass. Anyways. I don't like uh, creep shows, actually. So is it creepy? Uh, y yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, Peacocktober. It's on Peacocktober. I think that's the channel it's on. Hmm. Or maybe it's Netflix. I don't know. Anyways, I we watch everything through our Apple TV. So it's like everything's mm -hmm. all in the same place now. Yeah. Um, like, but, yeah. It is. yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. Anyways, the people who have seen the show know what I'm talking about. And I'm talking about like eating brains. So this, besides that, it is the statement. Well, it is what it is. I, I am guilty of that one. I know yeah, you are. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? A lot of people are. And sometimes, and sometimes it, it is true. Yeah. Like sometimes it is a, a rightfully stated sentence mm. but most of the time it's the like you're throwing you throwing the flag in the air going oh i'm i what is what it is right well, it's it's disempowered right um and i i think that's the part is there's a, a very fine line between acceptance and disempowerment right oh. and um you know it's very hard sometimes to discern between the two. Um, and even, you know, this summer for me, you know, so much of the work is like, just let it go, you know, let, let this go. Cause you know, I'm holding on tight with white knuckles. Right. Um, but even that let it go versus, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it, you know, we live, um, gosh, who, uh, it was Esther Perel in her books. Um, she talks, and I think Brene Brown too, about that, the paradox of all of these things, right? Like yes. life is just a paradox of, you know, it's this and it's that, and it's, it's hot and it's cold. And, yes. and, and that's just our own experiences, not to mention the fact that we're having shared experiences, but really having completely separate 
Yes. Yes. Experiences. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Right now. Right now. Yes. And you know, and it's just that, like, that's the part where it's like, we're always just trying to, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's okay to be having a different experience and it, and your, your perception is not unvalid if I don't agree you know? Amen. Well, and you know, inside that's a big part of coming from gratitude as well, right? Gratitude to me, a a big word inside my gratitude journey is curiosity, Mm. right? Instead of coming from a place of judgment and, and, or assumption. Yes. I think I've got a word here. Uh, when we when we come from a place of judgment or assumption, when we think we know what they're going to say, when we think we know what they've experienced, we've already shut down and and we've already created the judgment and gone from from grateful to hateful, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, before we've even let them speak. Right. And and so I think that, you, you know, we've had a lot of the conversations over the summer about like the idea of the dumb dichotomy, right? This mm-hmm. or that, right? Mm-hmm. And which is yeah. what, what you're talking about. The, the idea that it, you, it has to be either or, why can't it be both? And it can always be whatever you want it to be if we're the, if what's guiding you is internal. It, and it's you're not going to a movie, a book, a podcast, someone else outside of you to get guidance on what you already know inside of you. That's it. Yeah. And that is really hard. And I think that is one of the things that's going to be so beautiful about the program, Molly, is that it isn't, uh, it, it isn't one-on-one. There actually are multiple mirrors that will Mm. be present. Right. And, and to your point, when I'm listening to you, and, and I'm having this conversation with you, what I'm hearing you say is going through my own filters. And so the advice I might give you is going to be different than if Amita was in the room with us mm-hmm. and Amita would hear something else and she would have a very different response mm-hmm. and, and that we need that. And I, I think for so many of us, we live in the echo chamber of our minds that we forget that there, there is so much growth potential in being together in a collective. And it doesn't always have to be people we know. Sometimes it almost feels safer. Yeah. I agree with you. People we don't know, you know? Well, and especially the closer you are to the person, the more you want them to see your perspective. Right. Um, And so you end up getting into that convince versus curiosity. And Mm -hmm. it is such a trap. Um, it really is. It's very hard to master. And I, I, I have not. Um, and I do think that's that the, the life work of practice. Yeah. Um, but with the divine sisterhood, the circle that you're creating, it's what's really beautiful about it is that it is a circle, right? And unlike um, the way that the world has operated the last, I don't know, 100 years or so, I'm guessing, but you know, it's that this circle is where everybody has an equal and honorable role to contribute. It's not hierarchical. I knew you were going to go here, right? Like I was thinking the Avalon priestesses, they're in the room with us, right? That's it. Number nine. When there's, when there is an odd number, nobody feels odd. Yeah. I mean, because there isn't a side or a head of the table. Well, and it just is a remembering that we um, like I may have more knowledge in a particular area because I've studied it, but you have more knowledge in a particular area because you've studied it or have experienced it. And, you know, we tend to, um, elevate people, right. And, um, as this or that, right. Because, but it's, but we have to all remember that we each inherently have something to contribute, um, and to offer, And that's what's so critical about the idea of a sacred circle um, is it's just a remembering of that, of that basic principle. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. Well, and it's, it, you know, for those who want to lean into it as a space where they have accountability and mirror, it's there for them. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, not everyone will choose that. 
because yeah. not everyone is ready to be held accountable. Mm. Right. I mean, we all need it, but yeah. nobody wants to admit it, <laughs> including myself. You know, I mean, I think this is, it's, it really, when you're doing this work, um, I'm, I'm not calling it accountability. I'm calling it more advisory, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can have a group of advisors who are walking yeah. alongside you, who are doing their own work that have, again, have similar language. And, mm -hmm. you know, we've, we've shared here on the show, you know, we, we are doing in-person retreats in 2022. And I know that there are going to be women who are going to be in those retreats who are going to come to us through these circles. Yeah, for sure. This is, this is the process, you know, and we'll, yes, we'll get to know each other because we're going to be talking about values and, and how, what we love that fills our soul till it feels like it's dancing, right? So it feels like we are truly internally dancing with ourselves all the way to things like life commitments. You know, I mean, one of the things that I talked about in 2020 was with you, like out loud on the show was like, I really want to reconnect to gardening. I really want to do that. I, I have not done it in this house because of all the shade. There was this thing, and, you know, this limiting yeah. conversation I was having. And I was yeah. like, well, I mean, my God, how many variety of plants are there that are shade loving? Mm -hmm. What a ridiculous limiting thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, once I said it out loud and I said it again and then said it again, it, it became easier and less shameful when, when I was talking myself out of it because I quickly flipped that script and was like, oh no, you want to learn that. And we're going to learn about the shady plants, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. I, I could release that. And so I think that's an element that, um, everyone will be able to benefit from the life commitment side of things. And, you know, ultimately everyone will leave with their word, right? They're, they're going to leave with their word. That's going to guide them. That's going to support all the things that they decided in the program. You know, what's, what are their important values they want to focus on? What are the activities? Who are the people, you know, what are those things that they want to accomplish? And we're going to wrap it up into a word, you know, kind of like, in uh, <laughs> so so many funny movies over the years, but that word that's trick that triggers you, right? So my word this year was flourish. What yours last year was sovereign or sovereignty? Yeah. What was it this year? Balance, balance, balance. That's good. I know uh, Sarah's was patience, and so like I think about these words that people have said to me, right? And it helps me then, of course, be that balance again be that mirror, be the, okay, how, where, where are you honoring your, yourself in this? And so I really do hope that it, you know, if you're, if you're listening here or on the podcast, if this is calling to you, uh, head to divine sisterhood circles, circles with an S I'll drop the link in there. Uh, check it out. It's, we're going to start the first one at the end of November. We'll do one in November, one in December, uh, another one in January, probably a couple in January. Cause that's usually when everyone's like, fill me up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm exhausted by the holidays. Fill me up. Yeah. And, you know, we'll flow into 2022 with just a powerful sisterhood supported perspective. And well, I just don't want to underestimate the power of um, the language of being a mirror for each other. Right. Because mm -hmm. oftentimes we look at um, people who are triggering us as adversaries but um, the biggest lesson that I have learned is that the people who are triggering are, are actually our mirrors. They're showing us what we need to see within ourselves. So good. You know, and so it really is, uh, again, another shift of mind of why, you know, why is this, why am I reacting this way? Or why is, why am, what's happening inside of me? Right. And again, that I like the language of mirrors because it's just showing you the work. Um, and it's, and it's really important when you do that with intent. Um, and I think you and I have really mastered that well um, with each other as sacred friends. Yes. You know, like how do we mirror each other in a healthy, supportive way that's non-threatening and non-triggering? Um, and I think it starts with the just 
unconditional love and judgment, non-judgment. Yes. Right? Yes. Because, and, and I think that's the, the idea of the, the circle that you're creating. It's the unconditional love and non-judgment so that we can really show up and see that we're all just doing the work. So regardless of whether it's this or it's that, or what the work is, it doesn't freaking matter because we all have it to do. Yes. Um, yes. Know, and yes. there's something really, really profound about that radical acceptance of each other. That is something that um, I don't think many people have ever experienced um, before, which is why we hold and we hoard and we hide um, and we don't show up authentically. Yeah, so, so true. Well, and, you know, the, the way that that I have run groups in the past uh, has taught me ways to not do it for this, right? Mm -hmm. So I've learned ways that, that for me just, and the vision um, for all of the women who will be around the circle, right? It'll be at Zoom at first, but you know, that's, it's really important that we all connect on inside the luscious layers, right? Mm -hmm. Because we are multifaceted. We are multi-layered, divine humans, mm -hmm. and I I'm so excited for that. So I'm I'm thankful to have the opportunity to talk about it. And you know what inspired a lot of this journey, a lot of the words, the uh, you know how I painted things together was from your upcoming book. And so I would love to, do you, do you have, um, do you have a copy of it there? Can you read? <laughs> yes. I feel like it was in the marketing the your intentional marketing. Yeah. Chapter. Let's, let's talk about the power of words. Um, okay. So I'll just read a couple quick par paragraphs and then, um, the part of this into the book, it then leads into the, some, just a very high level archetype, um, role that we talk about a lot. Um, uh, but I won't, I won't dip into that. Um, so just a little, a little reading. Um, from intentional, um, the chapter intentional marketing from the intentional business book. Our words matter, every single one of them. When we take this level of care and thoughtfulness about what we say and how we say it, we begin to understand the true implications of them. We know that our messaging is the very foundation of every piece of marketing that is created. We become hyper consistent with these words, knowing that when we deviate from them, we make it difficult to break through the noise and to land where we want them to. The process for coming to the right words is an ever evolving one, but it starts with deep and active listening. When we become actively engaged in the industry in which we want to be part of, we are able to identify who will be the voices that we turn to. Those are the mirrors. It creates the ability to dial into the conversations that are being had around us, all to determine how and where we can plug into and add value. When businesses don't fully immerse themselves in the heart and the mind of the people they serve, everything falls flat. It's really important to speak the language of your customer. And we often understand this nomenclature through an uncovering of user personas and archetypes. And so, you know, again, that idea of, again, knowing thyself, of active listening, of offering value and participation are all part of the, these are that, those are those sacred uh, the sacred words that, um, and the sacred language that actually that we're creating, um, that's really inspired by the divine feminine. It's, it's not the, the crank and the churn hit the numbers, right? It's the, it's the, it's the listening, it's the pause, it's the heart, you know, it's yes. the connection. Um, and that's the stuff I think that, um, is the, the difference of, uh, a purposeful, um, and living with purpose versus, um, just sort of being reactive. Well, what I love when it was like one of the, the last lines, when businesses don't fully immerse themselves in the heart and the mind of the people they serve, everything falls flat. I think that that really ties everything in this beautiful bow, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, this is the, we have to get away from wanting more, 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 grow, 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 big, big, big. Like they're at one, at some point, and I, I think it was uh, on a, a conversation that we had with Ann Jones on the woman up group last Friday, she said, you know, 
at some point when you when you want to make change and she's in the real estate industry she's like you know she and she's really passionate about um uh, you know diversity equity inclusion fair housing affordable housing she's like mm -hmm. at some point i had to say i'm gonna have to make less money so i have more time to make a difference mm. i love that that, and is, that is a soul-led business, right? That is a hundred percent soul-led business that that it puts people before profits, mm. and and that this is this is a space where those who have truly embraced their feminine energy, this is where they are going to roar and soar, and it's it's going to be such a beautiful season to watch because that the, the women that we've interviewed on, over on woman up it's over and over and over again they're living fully aligned with their values they're they're praying at work without um apologizing they are going out and marching be, for black lives matter with no apology they're mm -hmm. they're raising up an organization based on their values yeah and you know there there's so much beauty in that yeah well and that's there's a, a book conscious capitalism by john Mackey, and yes. what's really cool about that is you know our business has really become sort of these huge big box monopolies right and the return of the sacred feminine are these soul-led smaller you know mission-driven um, and it doesn't mean that it's not profitable because it is right. Because right. for me as a marketer, I know that when you're well aligned with your customer, you're going to, you're going to find your way. Right. Um, but what we're doing is instead of just this uh, one size uh, fits all, we're really aligning our businesses with, um, you know, with value and, and, and finding that shared value. So I, I just really think this is the future of business. It, I, I certainly know it's the future of fulfillment, you know, mm -hmm. um, where, you know, it's it's not a job. It, it's it's your life's work. Um, and and there is that that beautiful bridge between a paycheck and purpose that, um, you know, we're both pretty passionate about. Yeah, I love that. And I look forward to that. And I think that that is. Uh, that's the business world I desire to be part of. Me too. And and again, we can choose that. Every day we choose we we choose with our, our home wallet decision. And it doesn't mean that. I mean, there's there's no shame in ordering from Amazon. Just don't order everything there, right? Like, get in your car every once in a while. Go down to the bookstore. Go to the mom yeah. and pot's coffee shop. Like still invest in your local community and, mm -hmm. and those local businesses. Like it's, it's simply, there's a balance there, right? Mm -hmm. There's a balance between truly being part of a community and, you know, efficiently getting your, you know, rechargeable batteries or whatever it is, <laughs> but, but it is a choice, right? It, it is fully a choice. Um, okay. So before we meditate out, I do want to give a little bit of a teaser that we have an exciting person joining us in October in about a month. No, uh, November, right? Yep. In about a month. Yeah. November. It's October now. Oh, I thought you said she's joining in October. I'm like, no, she's oh, joining. Oh, no, no, no. In, in a month. Yeah. So um, Molly Reamer, the author of Walking with Persephone, is joining us in November for a conversation on Spill the Tea. We are we, beyond excited too about that. I, I mean, it's ridiculous how excited we are. <laughs> and actually, um, we, uh, we've connected with the women who run Woman Craft Publishing, and we're, we're going to do a series with some of their authors over the, you know, into 20, obviously, obviously into 2022, because we're getting into, you know, the holiday season here. But this book, uh, it, it's so wonderful. And it like, I got it, it came with this beautiful bookmark. Yes. Um, so go get it now so that when yeah. we meet um, uh, and do this, that you'll be able to ask Molly questions. Yes. Um, and the fact that there's another Molly, because honestly, like dogs and grandmas are the only mo other Mollies I know. So um, dogs and grandmas. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I know. And I actually I'm, I'm like slowly like inching into that grandma category. So I'm going to, uh, you know, it's. You know, we're getting close. I know. Before you know it. You are a grandmother. 
so anyways, we're so excited. She is, she has, a, this book is beautiful. We've, we've been, did the journey through You Are a Goddess with Sophie Bashford's book. Uh, Persephone is going to continue that conversation for us. It is, it is such a beautiful book. And it is really, it's broken up into seasons. And if you know the story of Persephone, you'll go, of course it is. Uh, so we'll drop a link into the Womancraft Publishing website so that you can get it from them mm -hmm. as opposed to Amazon. And we'll be doing some more teasing. We'll maybe read a little bit from the book uh, in, over the next month or so just to get you excited about it. But mark your calendar. I think it's the 23rd is what that Tuesday is. I thought uh, it was the 22nd, wasn't it? No? It, well, it, the 23rd is actually the Tuesday. Oh, gotcha. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think I probably said the 22nd too. Yeah. Um, but it's the, cause that's the date of the first divine sisterhood circle. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So that's going to be a huge week. <laughs> it is going to be a huge week. Like our gratitude week. It, it, and it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> it. So, so yes. So we've got all sorts of wonderful, fun things going. Uh, and We'll also drop in a link. I forgot to bring my gratitude tea up, but start putting your list together. The people that you want to send a gratitude tea box to next month. Do you want to get those orders into intentionalities soon here so that they can arrive for people to be able to have tea with their beloveds on Thanksgiving when everyone comes to the house? So, yeah, we need uh, about a 10 day window before Thanksgiving. Um, so, yeah, just kind of think, think backward on that. But um so. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Um, so we'll, we'll be sure to, to drop a link. I think I have, Oh, here we go. I can share like, it in the screen. Oh, I'm like, bada bing, bada boom. Oh, there we go. You. Oh, wow. You're putting, yes. you're now we're on the big screen. It's like, I know. Ooh. Ooh, it's like, well, being I, I have like, yeah, I'm like, Oh, now you can see like my, my blemish there. Cause it's, I need to have, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm really oh my goodness. Now. You look gorgeous. Anyways, go to intentionalities.com. Check out the gratitude gift box, write your list of beloveds that you want to bless and let them know how thankful you are for them uh, next month. It's a really cool way to, of course, say thank you to them and to support Molly's business, Intentionalities. Yay. Well, and also if you, again, if you're going to be at Emma next week, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to go have a cup of tea somewhere um, and sit and sip and listen and mirror and all of the things. Um, <laughs> so please uh, make sure you DM for that as well. Yes. All right, my friend, do you have a, a, a mini meditation for us? I, I do. We have a mini one. So let's go ahead and root. Um, so find that uh, tall spine reaching through the crown, rooting through the sitting bones. Begin to bring your awareness to the very tip of the nose. Feel the breath entering the nose. And feel the breath leaving the nose. And we're just going to be connecting to our mental screen. So if the mind is really, really active tonight, we're just going to just allow whatever thoughts to formulate in that mind screen without trying to shape or control it. Just allow them to surface. and then just release them. So thought arises, thought releases. <laughs> and maybe we wanna couple that release with our exhale breath. So allowing just that, that quiet pause, seeing where the mind will wander and take us. And then using the breath, coupling that with the thought, exhaling, letting it go. And we're just practicing being an observer of our thoughts. Without judgment. Just present. 
Let's take a big collective breath in together. Exhale, release, let it go through the mouth. Slowly open eyes. So good. <laughs> you hear me giggle? <laughs> what showed up? I was like, nothing. I was like, hello. Like, could I not have like this no thought process happening at 3 a.m., please? <laughs> I was practicing this the other night because um, I was starting to get a lot of anxiety at, in the middle of the night. And so laying in bed and, you know, you know, saying, okay, I'm having that vagal response. You know, you have the, the tightness in the chest and the, the anxiety in the belly and the rapid heartbeat, you know, and just being a witness even to the vagal response of mm -hmm. the body. And then okay. the breath is the first step, right? I am breathing in, I am breathing out, yes. pulling that into the mental screen, like witnessing the thoughts that's creating the pattern. Yeah. And then back to the, the breath, you know, so it's really interesting how, you know, you can stop. Really, it's, it's a loop, right? A downward spiral yeah. with intention. Um, so yes. it's, a I am, I am going to use this. Well, I'm not going to need it tonight, but the next time that I need it, I'm going to use that because that bright light that all, all I saw was a bright light and <laughs> then, then it just shone upon every single thought I think I've ever had in my whole life. Right? <laughs> so there's no more thoughts to have. I love it. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, doing the work is a bitch. There's no question about that. It's not. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> doing the work is a bitch. Not okay. fun oh or God. for the faint of heart, right? hilarious oh my gosh so true so true okay so you've heard us talk about we're going to be in vegas next week so there will be no show live we'll come up with something fun to keep the stream uh you know connected we'll we'll do a replay um of one of our other shows just for those of you who uh you know don't want to click around on the site and just want something to pop up in your feed we see you we get you we understand you we love you uh so we'll definitely do that but one last time. If you're going to be in Vegas next week, please let us know. Direct message either one of us so that we can set up some time. We have created beautiful buffers in our schedule next week to spend time with our beloveds and you are one of them. So we appreciate you. We love you. We will see you in a couple weeks. Night, everyone. Bye. Good night. Yeah. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace and gratitude as we celebrate the beauty that is swirling all around us. To connect with us, head on over to our current collaboration site, moxieonfire.com, and sign up for updates. That's moxieonfire.com. Let's all go forth and lead with love, trust, and faith.